Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Zillennial Canon. I'm Kira. <laughs> no intro, no, like, no, like nothing at the start. It's just like, no, a, nothing guys. at all. Nothing Hi, at all. I, I have nothing to say. I'm Adam. I'm speechless, Adam. <laughs> so I, um, just to jump right, because it feels like I have to draft an apology letter. Um, I, uh, to everyone. Uh, better. Although I don't feel too bad about it. Um, so here we are, uh, start of the new year, uh, first movie of the year, not the first half of the year, but the first mm-hmm. movie of the mm-hmm. year. Um, mm-hmm. And I say that term very lightly, movie. Um, <laughs> we're talking scary movie, 2000. Um, a to movie, celebrate the release of Scream 5. Because we've, we've covered all other four Scream movies, so I thought this was the next best thing. Yeah, well... <laughs> I think there were like a million next best things, whether they be related to Scream or not, and that this is at the absolute bottom. I think so, this is worse worse than Deck the Halls. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna get right ahead of it's it. It's not. It's not worse than Deck the Halls. Um, it's actually not even worse than like movies you actually liked and made me watch in the pod. Uh, I will say, this movie is something that I. I, sw- I, I want to clarify, I had I had not seen this movie in about, I want to say, 15 years. So mm-hmm. I was, um, I mean, I, I don't know what I expected, quite frankly. I mm-hmm. just, I, I don't know why I expected, like, the jokes to age super well. I don't know why I expected, um, because, like, I'll say this, just to clarify mm-hmm. on the top. Um, a lot of jokes that like resurfaced from this movie on Twitter are like, mm-hmm. I would say legitimately funny. Like there's a lot of like stuff with um, like that. <laughs> the movie theater scene will always make me laugh. Like there is like too much in this movie that actually makes me giggle. Um, I like parts of this movie. I think Marlon Wayans is giving a legitimately funny performance. I think Regina Hall as Brenda is an all-time performance. Mm-hmm. I think Anna Ferris is legitimately good in this movie. Um, it's unfortunate that a lot of it is backdropped to truly problematic and uh, vile things at points. So that's where I'm kind of at a crossroads for. I think film Twitter kind of weirdly reclaimed this movie and they made it funny again after like 15 years um Mm. and i think there's a lot of it that is funny but i also think a lot of it um i wish i could cut out but i i don't know i'm like very mixed on this movie i'm not negative i'm not positive i think there's merit to it and i'm ready to discuss it (laughs) well i mean i've been uh, anxiously awaiting the day that we cover like one of the parody movies on here because uh, the only one that I've seen I feel like I've said this on the pod before the only like parody movie I've seen is Vampires Suck and I feel like that doesn't even count um, but this like I-, I was just waiting for it because I know that every single joke would be absolutely disgusting Like, I'm the kind of person where I'm like, I expect things to be dated and problematic or whatever in movies, like when looking at it through like a 2020s lens. Um, But uh, I laughed at like two things in this movie. Um, I wasn't even offended by anything. I was just kind of like, this is exhausting to watch. (laughs) I, I think a lot of it for me like what made me power through it because like you haven't seen this movie in your life right no i've never um, seen this um this I, was like the kind of movie that like i met a sleepover in eighth grade and somebody's like essentially like we're gonna watch this and i'm just like i'm gonna go to sleep instead um well i kind of grew up with these movies so like i remember them somewhat fondly so like when i was watching Mm -hmm. this last night it was kind of like watching it through a nostalgic lens like Mm -hmm. because i i mean i contend the first scary movie is not even the best scary movie like i would say like scary movie two and four have like legitimately uh i mean i like like legitimately funny jokes 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to get to Scary Movie 4 because Kira can barely do the first one. But, like, so I'm just going to mention it now. In Scary I Movie... I know that Shaq and Dr. Phil I was are, like... just going to bring that up. Yeah. Like, the, it's so... It makes me laugh so fucking hard in that movie when he, like, accidentally, like, saws off his own, his wrong foot. And um, he's, like, fucking dunking Dr. Phil's foot into a basketball in the saw bathroom. And... Uh, then later in the movie, they go back to the saw bathroom and Brenda, uh, Regina Hall, finds Shaq's bones. And she's like, is there a dinosaur in here or something? Like, it's just like shit that I grew up with. Like, very dated humor that I love. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're good movies, but I also think they are the best parody movies of the 2000s that we have, which is a very low common denominator uh, mm. bar. But I also think the Marlon, uh, Marlon Wayans, and, um, like, I think he's legitimately a talented guy. And I think mm-hmm. he has proven that. And, like, he, he's been, like, in a lot of good movies where he's given good performances. He almost mm-hmm. has that Adam Sandler quality to him, where, like, he was in On the Rocks. He's in Requiem for a Dream. He gives good performances in movies mm-hmm. a lot. And then he also does... <laughs> shit like this yeah i mean i guess the only credit that i'll really give this movie is that i like when movies kind of feel like a bunch of um friends hanging out i (laughs) like like behind the scenes i mean like it's so fucking funny like it's just like oh we're having fun and that doesn't mean that it's like good like the quality came out to me i said this while watching it that it felt like it felt like an early YouTube video. Yeah, like an I early mean, parody YouTube video, except it was cinematic. I, yeah, I mean, it's there. It's not a movie. Like, it's mm-hmm. not. Um, I mean, it looks like like I have to say, like cinematography, everything. It looks like it. It's not, not <laughs> but and I think that's okay because I think. This is a movie that's like very much like lives and dies like being rented from Blockbuster. Like yeah. it's a movie that I or on like on like MTV or like VH1. Yeah, it was on cable a lot. I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. how I saw it. Now, like in retrospect, I definitely never got my mom to rent it for me. It's definitely something, and maybe that's why I forgot the more problematic elements of this movie because I saw the TV edited version. I only remember like the clip scenes like the because like honestly i don't care how old i am ghostface saying was up and like smoking (laughs) with shorty like it makes me laugh every time that i see it and maybe i'm just an idiot and maybe i'm just like fucking baby pea-brained and i just laugh at the dumbest shit but like just No, I'm not gonna fault you for when, it. When like, they're like fucking prank calling and like his, I like how every time it cuts back to Ghostface, his mask changes and he has like a different facial expression. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just it's funny because when I was in like high school or whatever, and I was on Tumblr, mm-hmm. I feel like the screenshot of him on the phone that said like "chillin', killin'." Um, true, true. I didn't have any reference for Scream at the <laughs> like at the time, and I didn't know. <laughs> if it was like a parody or not yeah it's so because i didn't see scream until i was like in the beginning of college so (laughs) the more i think about this that picture makes us round no that honestly that entire scene is so fucking funny like i don't know i i I feel like a madman because i i it's hard to like find a movie funny in a lot of some areas I find it like very funny, but then in mm-hmm. other areas I find it completely repulsive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird. It's a weird disconnect to be like, because I know like on the pod, that's a very normal thing. We cover movies that don't age super well. Yeah. But like, I, I feel like truly, I don't even know. Like, I just feel weird about this one. And you know what? I, I started watching uh, Scary Movie 2 last mm-hmm. night. And I want to say, um, spoiler alert for Scary Movie if you haven't seen it, but it's revealed that, okay, first of all, the ending of this movie is, like, so confusing, even mm-hmm. for a parody movie, because it's revealed that <laughs> um, her boyfriend Bobby and 
her friend Ray, uh, played by Sean Wayans, yeah. are the killers. And then it's revealed later that there's that they're not the killers. Yeah. Or they were, but there's a third or something. I'm not even really sure what it was trying to say. Um, and then, because, like, fucking uh, Ray dies, and he also mm-hmm. killed people. And then in the second movie, he's just at college with them as if he didn't kill people. And I was, like, so, I was, like, I, I, I was confused. But then I, like, thought to myself, I'm, like, you're, like, literally thinking about the lore of scary movie. Like, yeah, no. why are you thinking about this whatsoever? It's also, like, the movie says, like, Scream has no plot, which doesn't make sense. And I don't think something... it's... That's not trying to make sense. I think, no. that's, I think that's the joke, is that, like, they, <laughs> they're just, like, wrong about what they're saying. Okay, can I go into, like, the connections and, like, uh, it yeah. relating to Scream? Please. First of all, it's stupid to parody a movie that's essentially a parody of a movie. Well, yes. <laughs> but I also... I, one thing I want to say, though, before we get to, like, the actual movie... What? And I feel like this might validate me a little bit. What? Roger Ebert gave this three out of four stars. Are you fucking kidding me? Roger Ebert has, like, the most... <laughs> insane... Really quick... <laughs> Roger Ebert gave Scary Movie 3 out of 4 stars. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, <laughs> to tell Sean. <laughs> he said he doesn't know if he trusts him anymore. Um, I'll, I'll tell him that. Uh, okay, but please we, do. <laughs> but I, I thought it was, because I read his review for it, and he said mm-hmm. something like, you have to be up to date with your uh, teen slash your lore to get your money's worth for this uh, surprisingly funny romp. So he and, uh, studied the Scream movies to make sense of a scary movie. Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, Can you please look up how he rated Scream, please? I think he gave it like a 3.5. Uh, oh my me. god, only 0.5 higher than the scary movie. I'm gonna go insane. Um, hold on. Yeah, keep talking. I'm, I'm, yeah, can I talk more about Scream really quick? Yeah, go for it. A lot of the jokes in this, like lines i guess is just recycling the same jokes from scream but saying it in silly voices he gave and it the same exact rating he gave it a three are you fucking kidding me he yeah. gave both of them three out of four mm-hmm. oh my god he gave um the first two screams three stars he gave scream three and scream four two stars wow terrible <laughs> i'm sorry the i'm sorry to no, this is what made Roger Ebert such a um, fascinating uh, presence. Is because yeah, he does have really interesting takes on things. He really does. I king, still a king. I don't care. I do like looking up reviews for like random millennial movies that he's reviewed because surprisingly, he'll give a lot of them like very good reviews. Yeah, he's he's a well, what was it? Uptown Girls. That's the one he really mm-hmm. liked. We we're mm-hmm. talking about that. Yeah, uh, he was comparing uh, Brittany Murphy to. Was it like Marilyn Monroe or something? I think so. Yeah. 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 It was right. like a very nice review. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, I think honestly, Scream is just a hilarious movie. Um, mm. Obviously, you would agree. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just assuming that you agree. No, I mean, yeah, obviously. Um, when watching the new Scream, I was thinking, I was like, one of the funniest things about Scream to me is like moments when you realize that Ghostface is like just some guy and he kind of like like his cape kind of makes it look like he's like Naruto running <laughs> sometimes <laughs> and one of my favorite things I think I said this in like the Scream episodes but I think the funniest thing in the world is that Sydney's just like so used to fighting him and there's mm. always a moment where she just like kicks him down the stairs yes um and I, I kind of like that this movie parodies that I didn't like that. I think the piano what? part was funny. I just think, like, <laughs> it's funny on its own. Like, it's I, very funny that Sydney just kicks him down the stairs always. I, like, I laughed. I, I laughed at like, a lot of stupid shit in this movie. But, like, I laughed a lot when he, like, <laughs> she's calling a Cindy on the phone. And he's like, 
he's like, do you know where I am? And he's like, like fucking feet are sticking out of the couch. And she's like, yeah, you're behind the couch. And he like tries to like get under the rug, and he's like, no peeking. I mean, like, yeah, things like that are like, that's like YouTube, like. <laughs> like, I don't know. I will. Just... I will admit, I was hitting my pen last night while I was watching it, and I was like, just yeah. Me. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's like the mindset that you have to go into this movie with, like I, no other mindset. I laughed like an absolute madman last mm-hmm. night when <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. Uh, God, I feel so stupid. Um, when they go to the "I Know What You Did Last Summer" parody, um, okay. which I. Yeah, <laughs> can't even say the fucking. <laughs> I wrote that down as a bullet point of one time that I laughed in the movie was just... when like they were like a boot. We ran over a boot. Where's the foot? And the guy's like, "I'm fine." I love That's the only you... time that I. <laughs> well, they're still talking because they think they killed the guy, and they're still talking like, "How are we gonna get rid of the body?" And he's like, "Guys, it's not necessary. It's fine." It's... He's like walking away. And, like, when yeah. he throws, like, a tequila bottle and just, like, smashes over his head. Um, yeah, I think it was kind of, um, no pun intended, overkill that they actually killed him. I think it would have been funny if he was just alive and just, like, wandered away. Um, no, I, I do, too. But, like, I, <laughs> I, the trunk gag also got me. Like, I don't know. It's just, the movie is so fucking stupid, but it does things that, get me it, it just gets it, it tickles my funny bone that's all i can mm-hmm. say um i did laugh uh, i'm trying to like think of all the moments that i laughed so i can like validate my liking for this movie um i laughed when like gail was <laughs> she <laughs> she's like interviewing that girl while she's getting murdered like doing a play-by-play mm-hmm. she's like <laughs> she's like like, how's it going? It's really painful. And, like, just, <laughs> I don't know why, but, like, when she goes up to the car and she's like, uh, uh, did you know that you're about to get murdered? She's like, what? Really? Like, <laughs> me? Yeah. Um, Only other time that I was, like, I kind of, like, exhaled through my nose, not even laughed, was um, I, like, when the camera moved in and hit Anna Faris on the forehead. Because that's like actually parodying something, yeah. Like the camera movements and scream. Like I, I'm like, literally like trying to like. This is absolute like bottom like. It's just like it's it's stoner cinema. That's all it is. (laughs) Like it's you cannot digest it in any other way except for like when you're smoking. Like it's it's like to do that is like I'm pretty sure Roger Ebert had a blunt when he was watching this movie. Like he he knew the assignment. He like he he passed the blunt to Siskel, who actually he's probably dead, but like um (laughs) to probably to Rober. Uh like it Mm-hmm. I, I want to watch Scary Movie with Roger Ebert. That's what I want to do. I want to yeah. watch it with Roger Ebert. Um, I don't know. I But I one thing I do want to say mm-hmm. about not really this movie in particular, but just, like, what this movie did. Mm-hmm. It, like, revitalized. It's weird. It, the same way that Scream revitalized horror in the 90s, this, in a much worse way, Mm-hmm. revitalized the spoof movie in the 2000s yeah. because after airplane uh it died for a bit like uh mm-hmm. there i mean there were like some i'm sure but nothing notable and then this like spawned all the movies like all the disaster movie epic movie yeah uh, uh, uh date movie all that bullshit mm-hmm. uh, like i think there's five of scary movies um like there's a in the weigh-ins have like a bunch of their own mm-hmm. uh, uh, movie 43 probably got made because of this movie, which is not a good thing. Um, <laughs> like it just, you can like, say that about anything. <laughs> this movie was made, which is not a good thing. <laughs> well, it gave us a lot of all time Twitter uh, reaction videos. And for that, I will be forever grateful, especially to Regina Hall. Cause I think she's like, yeah, the, this movie she's, legitimately giving a I only really see the gif of her with the video camera (laughs) I feel like I don't really see a lot of scary movie other than that and like the um 
picture of in, uh, the uh, the ghost face on the phone. Scary Movie 2 is like a legitimately funny movie. And there's a great scene in that movie where <laughs> she's like, I see it going on Twitter a lot. Where it's like, Cindy, he's bones. He's a skeleton. Like, <laughs> he's dead. And it's like something like, when I see you guys like thirsty for Timothy Chalamet on the main. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she gives, like, again, that theater scene in this movie, I would say, mm-hmm. like, it just cements her as, like, giving a legitimately good performance. Like, she's so fucking funny. Or, like, when Buffy comes in earlier, and um, she's like, I just fucking hate that bitch. And, like, she's so fucking fake. Hey, girl! Like, you know, like, just shit like that. Like, she gives, like, good, she has good comedic timing, and she knows how to, like, really, like, land a joke on, like, mm-hmm. other people in this movie. Like, I think a lot of the cast is, like, you can tell they're probably just, like, friends mm-hmm. of the filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is, like, endearing in a certain way, but it doesn't yeah. make the material. Yeah. Um, much like Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> um, although, that does have the benefit, because they're all, like, comedians. Yeah. Um, this, I would say, the only people really giving good performances are, like, Anna Ferris, Marlon Wayans, and Regina mm-hmm. Hall. And um, I forgot uh, Sean Wayans. I think that's the guy's name. Uh, I think he's doing pretty good work in this movie. Yeah, I, I'm i going to be completely honest and transparent. I think this is the first movie where I actively fast-forwarded through, like, a lot of things. <laughs> well, you can't judge the movie if you, like, no, Gosh, I saw the majority for... of it. Trust me. I saw the majority of it. Um, yeah, a lot of it just made me grossed out. And I know that's like kind of the point of it, but it was just like a lot. Like it was, was it was legitimately giving me a headache. There's only like a few <laughs> there's a few parts that like made me like um I just didn't like appreciate the grossness, like I thought everything with like Doofy was like really like Disgusting. not. It's really not funny. It made Although, me like very angry because Dewey's like one of the best characters, like one right. of my favorite characters like ever. Yeah, and he's not stupid. He's just extremely wholesome. Yeah, um, and that made me very upset to see that. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really bother me because it's such like a joke that it like no not even in like an offensive way but i was just like leave dewey out of this like i understand that he's an important (laughs) part he's an important part to the movie but i was just like oh come on i will say to actually credit this movie on a legitimate level Mm -hmm. i didn't see the doofy twist coming i at the end i because i forgot about the ending of this movie and it got to the Mm -hmm. point where when ghostface popped up again after uh uh, Sean and Bobby uh, both like got killed or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. When Ghostface comes back out, I'm like, wait, who is it then? I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, when it does like a usual suspects reveal of Doofy, I was like, I felt played. I was like, oh shit, they got me. Like, <laughs> they actually it's got not me. even a good twist though. It's just like stupid and out of nowhere. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's a scary movie, but like, I thought it was funny the way she was, she like runs to the streets and she's just like, no, no, like, it can't be true. <laughs> like, um, I cannot stress enough that this feels like it was written by middle schoolers. Yeah, and that's maybe why I liked it. Like, I. If this movie was like all Marlon Wayans and maybe Regina Hall, I think I would like give it a five out of five because every time they're on screen, mm-hmm. I think it's like funny. Um, anytime it's kind of anybody else, it's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly miss. Uh, mm-hmm. But <laughs> I will say there's a few things that like disgusted me in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of it is like bodily stuff. Yeah. Um, the uh, I don't even want to repeat. No, I don't even want to say it out loud. Like just like certain sexual acts in this movie that are yeah. visualized are. Uh, it. I began to fast forward through a lot of it. it it's pretty. It it gets away with a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I read a review on because I was on the Wikipedia page for reception. That's how I found the Ebert review. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, one, uh, it, I think it did like a Common Sense Media review of it. It said, it's a surprise this movie didn't get an NC-17 rating. Uh, I mean, yeah, one time I'll agree with Common Sense Media. <laughs> honestly, dude, Common Sense Media is kind of based. They kind of have a point sometimes. Yeah. I've kind um, of reclaimed them uh, a little bit. No, I agree. It's shocking at a lot of points to see certain things in this movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel bad that I made you watch this. Because, but then again, you should. I, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I in, all fair, yeah. in all fairness to me, again, mm. I said at the beginning of the episode, I forgot about most of this movie. What I yeah. remember are the gifts and like those moments and the scenes you see that are on Twitter, like the, the was up scene, the like, because mm-hmm. like that's the scary movie that I remember. That's the shit I remember laughing at when I was a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what's funny to me in retrospect about this franchise as a whole? What? Which I, I just like the idea of calling this a franchise is like innately funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that this has four or four more movies after this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I like, like I say that term very loosely. I, um, I think it's like very funny. Like all the different movies it went on to parody. Like after this, like. Yeah. Scary Movie 4, I remember, was about um, War of the Worlds. Like, that was a big... Uh, and also, like, the way it connected all those different plots together. Yeah. Like, it did, like, Brokeback Mountain, War of the Worlds. Oh, my God. Saw. Oh. I'm sure parodying Brokeback Mountain really holds It was, up. from <laughs> what I remember, and this is not the best memory... Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even like really parodying Brokeback Mountain. It was just like them, like they were on a mission. I think they were like it was Kevin Hart and uh, Anthony Anderson. Oh, good. And I remember <laughs> it. It still makes me giggle a little bit. But when he's just like, <laughs> he's like, do you, he like all you hear. You, Anthony Anderson is off screen, and he's like, do you want some? Do you want some nuts? And then Kevin's like, what? And then he turns around and he just opens like a thing of planters. And I remember laughing like a madman as a kid. Uh, but it's uh, probably not aging super well now. Um, I, yeah. I, I remember the Shaq stuff was funny in that movie. Um, well, going off of uh, the like, I guess just like related to the Brokeback Mountain parody. So, the, like, Stu and Billy reveal in the end of Scary Movie is very interesting because um, they try and make it that there's, like, gay subtext between them, but, like, that's not even a joke regarding Scream, and people read Scream that way now in the 2020s. I mean, I I think that's <laughs> like subtext not for even Scream as has, a joke. Well, I think Scream has that's always been there with Scream. Like, yeah. Since well, I mean, like specifically on Twitter, I know there have been like cultural readings of Scream since it came out, but I mean, like I see on I mean, it's kind of a meme now. Like, but you well, know, I mean, it's a legitimate reading of the movie, and it's very strange that they're like we're gonna use this for parody. I thought. In everything that this movie does, and all of it that ages poorly, I didn't think that was, like, completely terrible. Like, I thought it was, like, more poking fun at, like, repressing of sexuality than it was actually making fun of, like, them being gay. No, I don't think it was making fun of it. I just was, like, it's weird that a a parody is just pointing out what is already there. No, yeah, but it's very well, I mean, annoying. I don't mind that so much, but like, because again, it's so like, it's to the point where it's like, I don't even, I guess I would have an issue with it if it was trying to say something, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's trying to say anything. I just think it's vibes. No, I yeah, think, it exists and it's just annoying. Like, I don't think it's there to, it's not there to commentate on anything. It's not that kind of parody. Like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's trying to either. It's, I don't know what it's trying it's, to do. It's literally just trying to, like, make stoners laugh. Like, it's for college kids. That's what it's for. 
like it's like literally that's all it's for um and i <laughs> like the post credit scene makes me laugh every time oh there's a post credit scene or like a mid credit scene where he's like I it's like uh it's shorty like staring at the camera it's a good mm-hmm. parody of uh randy and scream 3 like the videotape it's like oh watching this video it means i died and then it's like him like grabbing like all the stacks out of a store and you see he's like talking to the security camera and like he just like fucking runs out of the store with it um it's funny like i and but i don't also, know if it, it's that scene with randy is already funny <laughs> i don't i don't think that like, that complaint doesn't really bother me like it that doesn't what like the original already being funny yeah like two things can be funny at once no i know but like like I said, like to start off the episode, it's very weird to parody a parody. I think I, of all people, should be offended because it's like cackling my favorite movie of all time mm-hmm. in a very juvenile fashion. Mm-hmm. And yet, <laughs> and yet, and yet, I watch it and I giggle. And I mean, I- <laughs> parodies can be good. Like, yeah, everybody sure. knows that one of my favorite movies in the world is Austin Powers, but I think this specific genre of parody mm-hmm. is way too all over the place. I I don't even mind that, per se. I just wish that, like, it was, like, more... How do I put it? Because I think there are, like, legitimate jokes here that are, like, the the basis of them are funny. But it feels like they go for, like, the easy gag. Like, they go for, like, the easiest route where I'm like, okay, you're halfway there. Like, you have a good setup. Like, I think the the ones that pay off in the long run are the ones that actually do feel thought out. Like, that didn't, Mm -hmm. I know what you did last summer bit. It's funny because it feels like they actually took the time to write it. They incorporated it into the plot. It actually, Mm -hmm. like, fit into the scary movie canon. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's why it's funnier. And can I just say also, like, Scary, this was a big success. This was made for, like, barely 20 million, I believe, Mm -hmm. and it made almost 200 million worldwide. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And I'm sure it continues to make money. Yeah, and, like, Scary, and I watched, like, the first 20 minutes of Scary Movie 2 last night. Immediately, I didn't realize how crazy uh, they got a cast for that movie. Like, I think Natasha Leone's in it, um, uh, at least I thought that was her playing the exorcist. Um, uh, Andy Richter, David Cross, uh, mm-hmm. Tim Curry, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I saw that. I, uh, yeah, I was watching it last night and I totally forgot about all that. Um, mm-hmm. like I remembered all the characters, but I forgot that those were the people playing those roles. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I had to turn it off because I was like getting too tired, but uh, it was just like, I was like, Jesus Christ, like the first one was a big hit. And the second one, mm-hmm. they went all out with it. I'd say the series kind of imploded by the third one because uh, Charlie Sheen kind of took over, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, it's funny because, like, I remember the last few because um, I, like, read a lot of Entertainment Weekly as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember them, like, being covered and, like, reviewed and, like, the movie's actually coming out. But, like, I, Yeah. No, I mean, I saw the fourth one in theaters, I remember. Like, <laughs> I remember going to, to, to see it at a, a dollar theater, um, mm-hmm. which is probably how everyone should pay to see That's this movie. That's the vibe of it, paying very little money to go yeah. sit in, like, a very old, like, family-owned movie theater. I'm pretty sure my mom was, like, in the lobby on her phone the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she did not see this movie, <laughs> or that movie. Um but yeah, I <laughs> I don't know. I, but also, like, it's funny because like uh, the the way it brought up like epic movie and all that stuff, like it it really is responsible for those movies. Which I would argue those are way worse movies than these. Mm-hmm. Movies. Um, I, I would not put this on the same level as an epic movie or a disaster movie because you see those movies and you want to talk about like sporadic movies with like absolutely no structure and also no actual jokes and on top of that you don't even have a marlon wayans or regina hall or an anna Ferris. you have mm-hmm. nobody in those movies uh like no good comedic presence whatsoever mm-hmm. 
so therefore you're left with like all the worst parts of this movie but Mm -hmm. done by worse people (laughs) um so yeah like i understand this one's not great in retrospect and i'm sure Mm -hmm. you watching it as a 20 uh something like it's like it's probably not good at all Mm -hmm. but i think in hindsight it adds a like it works for me through a nostalgic lens and mm-hmm. also in comparison to the other parody movies I've seen in my lifetime, I think it's mm-hmm. one of the better ones. We're just going to really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Hey, friends. Do you love movies? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? Of course you do. That's why you listen to this podcast. It sounds like Superyaki is the place for you. The team at Superyaki loves movies, so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the 20th anniversary of the cinematic masterpiece Josie and the Pussycats, Zillennial Canon Award winner, I'll add that, to comfy sweatshirts made for the brave members of the Movies By Yourself Club. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Superyaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. As a special gift to you, because we love you and appreciate you, Listeners can save 10% on their next order with code SUPERZILLENNIAL in all caps with no spaces at checkout. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Thank you so much, Superyaki, for sponsoring this episode. Let's watch more movies, guys. I don't know. I, I, I'm curious if any of our listeners actually like this movie, because I think it is a movie that is, it has a, it has an audience, kind of. Like, I think it actually has people that find it funny. I think a lot of people do like it, but also I think it's like they haven't watched it in, like, ten years. That's what the pod's for. Um, yeah. Yeah. We like, can revisit it so you don't have to. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think like, this... have there been movies that you're like, I think this is the funniest thing in the world, and then you don't watch them for years, and then you turn it on, and you're like, why did I think this was funny? Is there yeah. anything like that? For I'm you? afraid to rewatch the Bench Warmers because I used to find that movie like really funny, and then mm-hmm. I, every time I think about it, I'm like, I want to rewatch that movie, mm-hmm. but I also like don't because I don't want to find out if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, there's a, like probably a lot of Will Ferrell movies. Although I would probably say Ricky Bobby is probably still a funny movie. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, trying to think of like another Will Ferrell kind of comedy. Like I know Step Brothers is a legitimately funny movie. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, know... Anchorman. Oh, that's a classic. Pretty good. And, uh. All the Apatow movies are like legitimately good movies. Um, yeah. So, like, that stuff I'm not, like, concerned about, but, like... Yeah. I kind of feel like those, like, offshoot movies, like, for their friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I bring up, like, a binge warmers with Rob Schneider or, like, a... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, I Rob mean, Schneider... I, I feel like you, you can't have a uh, Rob Schneider movie without, like, racism. Well, I... That's why I kind of liked that one, because... Not because... Because I didn't think it... Um, I didn't think it like had any of that in it from what again from what I remember from what I remember about that movie um, Mm -hmm. it's literally just about um, like baseball that's all it's about Mm -hmm. it's just about like him recruiting a bunch of because like I remember he gets like bullied to get off of a baseball field with his friends Mm -hmm. because a bunch of like rich kids own the field yeah. And he recruits it. It's kind of like School of Rock. Like he coaches a kid's baseball team and he kind of like learns his love for baseball through the kids. And I remember liking it as a kid because I remember finding it funny, but also I remember having like it had heart to it, which I didn't expect. Uh-huh. And I remember liking it because it kind of just hit all those notes for me. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a very fond memory as a kid. But I'm curious if we ever do cover it on the pod. I'm like, oh, God, is there stuff I'm not remembering about that movie? Mm-hmm. And there probably is. Um, but, like, that's all I remember in my head right now. So, therefore, when someone's like, or I think about it, I'm like, that's a good movie, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. Like, because I didn't really watch, like, adult comedies back when I was younger. Uh Um, Or if I did uh, watch them, I would watch them on cable. So, like, I wasn't really aware of things. But, you know, I don't know. There's not really a way for me to, like, (laughs) I don't know. Well, I think there's a lot of... um... There's a lot of comedies that do have, like, problematic elements, but the movie themselves, like, make up for it. So I would say, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, a lot of, like, those mid-2000s, like, not, like, even the Seth Rogen movies, like, sometimes some of the Avatar movies, I'm sure they have, like, elements that don't age super well, but it's, uh, it, it, it's, you can look over it because it has, like, actual filmmaking behind it. It has, like, actual, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just actual things that work for it in its favor. But, like, I'm looking at the, because uh, I went to Letterboxd and I uh, put genre, I did the years 2000s and uh, genre comedy. And mm-hmm. there's quite a bit of, like, movies that I would, again, I'm looking at most of these and I'm like, these are legitimately good movies, I'd say. Like, uh-huh. when I rewatched recently, or I watched, like, half of it recently, I contend it's a very funny movie with also problematic elements. Uh, Dodgeball, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever seen that? Um, I saw it on cable when I was younger. It has jokes that do not land, and I don't think you can do today. But uh-huh. I think it's fun. Like, there's, like, too much in that movie that's, like, actually funny mm-hmm. to dismiss it for anything. Um, I don't think Hot Rod is problematic at all. No, Hot Rod is just classic. Oh, you want to talk about a movie that would not age well today? Um, and I, I don't even think you've seen it. Um, wedding crashers uh, I think I saw it a little bit on cable when I was younger but I am not interested in watching that in any way <laughs> it's it's it is very zillennial but it because it came out in a very like 2005-2006 space and I feel like it kind of revitalized Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson's careers because they were kind of going through a slump before that because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like they were both like getting supporting role a lot like they were Mm. just strictly not leading movies for a few years and then after that they started getting like consistent work again um i don't remember i actually it might be very telling that with every comedy that i have fond memories with i don't remember the pop problematic elements and i just try to remember the good things Mm -hmm. with that movie i only remember the disgusting shit i Mm -hmm. only remember the gross stuff that does not age well and th- mm. if i'm remembering that what am i not remembering about true because <laughs> like, from what i remember that's just a movie with like no moral no message no anything <laughs> like completely like what would you like the moral to be in wedding crashers adam <laughs> i don't uh, why well, you remember don't like crash like, a wedding <laughs> no that's not even what the movie is like actually about like because they're it's a very like weird plot they like go to the wedding to purposely like hook up with like a uh with um uh what are they called the the bridesmaids and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh and it's it's, it feels icky like it feels like a very Mm -hmm. icky plot because they like just straight up deceive women and like lie to them and it, it, it again like in retrospect like this is what i'm remembering about it and i feel weird just talking about it like, there's no, from what I remember, there's nothing good or wholesome or anything about that movie. It's just vile. Like, I remember, that's all I remember. Uh, so maybe it's actually, maybe my brain is broken and that's actually the most wholesome of the bunch, but uh, I don't remember. This is the price you pay for, like, watching rated R movies when you're, like, seven years old. You, yeah. you, have, you have mixed feelings as an adult. And you and you try to talk about them in any certain way, and people are mm-hmm. like, "No, you idiot! That's not a good movie." And uh, valid, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's—I I will say—that's why I wanted to talk about this movie, and not so much 
specifically wanting to talk about scary movie. I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about like what it did for the genre moving forward. Like, cause I mm-hmm. think the cultural impact of it all is more, uh, more interesting than the movie itself. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, yeah. It created a culture of like, uh, like mad TV and like, uh, I feel like, yeah, this movie single-handedly, like, did a lot of that shit. Like, I feel like a lot of 2000s-based humor spawned from this movie. Mm. And uh, that's, it's up to you if that's a good or a bad thing. But I just think it's fascinating, really. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I forget. I was, like, um, there was, like, one specific movie or genre that like I hadn't seen the original and I would like almost get annoyed when things would reference it. And then I saw the original and I was like, oh, okay, it's not annoying. Like, it's weird to see like, like, I don't know if that makes sense. It's weird to see like the beginning of something, mm-hmm. like the beginning of like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to I don't wanna call it like a film movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not true say it actually say it i need you to say but, it. <laughs> yeah it's weird to see the origin of it is what i'm trying to say no yeah and like i think that's <sighs> and how it, insufferable it is. i think <laughs> i think it's just funny where i don't know why this is the only thing i'm thinking of but i'm thinking of like that i know you didn't watch any of the marvel uh, Disney Plus stuff, but in Loki, Jonathan Majors has like a line where it's like, "If you think I'm bad, wait till you see my variants," uh, and that's what I'm thinking of now. Like, if you think scary movies bad, wait till you see epic movie, wait till you see a uh, date movie or uh, uh, is epic I think... movie the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory one? Yeah, that okay. one's. That I one's... saw the first ten minutes of that. Uh... <laughs> It's a lot of bad. my friends watched it together and I said, okay, guys, I'm going to go to sleep now. It's, um, it's a disgusting, like, it, that or disaster movie, I would say, are, mm-hmm. like, the two straight-up grossest movies I've seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what's so funny? Those movies, not, and I say funny very uh, loosely, um, those, they're still making movies right now. Like, they did a, uh, after the Vampire Suck, which was, mm-hmm. I think, their last theatrical movie. Mm-hmm. They did the Starving Games for Hunger I Games. I remember that, yeah. And after that, they did a Fast and Furious parody called... Interesting. Uh, I think Have was, you seen it? No. Uh, no. It, it was called Supercharged, I think. Or, uh, uh, I don't even know what it's called. But I, I've seen, like, pictures from it before. Mm-hmm. Like, on Twitter. And I... <laughs> Maybe one day I'll watch it just like out of hatred, but you should. I think uh, ironically that would piss me off more than like this, mm. because Scream is like revered, and but there's still like so I'm not like worried about like this doing anything to Scream's legacy. You know what I mean? But mm. like that, I feel like <laughs> that. Okay, you're talking shit about Fast and Furious, and honey, that's a step too far. Like because. <laughs> Who gave you the right? So, I don't know. I think that's, like, the influx of parody movies. That It's almost like 3D. Like, it died a long time ago, but it never truly died. Mm-hmm. And it really should have. Uh, I find that fascinating. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Anything else to say on scary movie or parodies in general? Um, I I I kind of I don't know I kind of like this movie I but although I would cut out a lot of it and mm-hmm. I uh, if it, I think it's a great movie to watch in YouTube clips mm-hmm. the like uh, the few scenes that I find funny I love mm-hmm. and the scenes I hate I I truly truly hate. And if you've seen the movie, you can probably tell them apart because uh, there might not you might not find any of it funny, but you can at least tell the stuff that's really bad, like truly despicable. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm kind of at a crossroads with it, but I uh, 
I, I don't, uh, Kira doesn't agree, but I, I'm kind of glad I rewatched it. I, I'm glad that I, this core memory has been, uh, for me, has been revitalized. It's been like, it's been like, okay, you've seen it now. Again, mm-hmm. now you have an actual opinion on it and not some stupid memory from when you were like seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's something that can be valuable is to, you know, actually form an opinion on something. I mean, I I don't always like to do that, but sometimes it's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw it. Yeah. It's the kind of movie where it's like, you've never seen that, and then you watch it, and you're like, okay, like, <laughs> like, I saw it, you know. It's an American say classic, about that. Nothing else to say about that. It's, it's, it's a true, the... The film archives, they're going to put this in the archives. Like, this is mm. going to be text one day. Possible. Um, Unfortunately. <laughs> um, All right. Well, we'll be well, back. Can't believe uh, I went from watching Scream 5 to watching this in the same weekend. Honestly, that's cinema. That's the power of cinema. <sighs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well. By the way, quick review, uh, since I was high on my Scream bullshit uh, last year and always am. Uh, mm-hmm. Scream, uh, 2022, Scream 5, 5 Cream, uh, loved, <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it, uh, I've seen it twice now, I'm actually seeing it again mm-hmm. tonight. Nice. Um, I, yeah, just straight up loved it, I had no notes, I, uh, it, it was kind of everything I wanted in a new Scream movie, and I, uh, I, I thought they did it incredibly well, and I, I, I don't know, man, I, I, I wish I had, I could be that guy that was like, yeah, you know, it was, it was pretty good. No, I fucking loved it. I have, I'm not even going to be a little bit cynical. It made me so happy. So mm-hmm. uh, thanks for taking that journey with me last year, guys. Me and Kira, but, you know, mm-hmm. mostly me. Yeah, it was pretty good. Shut up. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Garlic Emoji. You can follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon. On mm-hmm. Instagram at the Zillennial Canon. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Adam. Uh, I forgot the rhythm of this because we haven't yes. done a podcast in a while. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. And you can follow me not watching the other scary movies because I think I'm good for a little while. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>